Welcome everybody to the She Rises Studios podcast. My name is Angela Bell and I will be your host today. I am very excited about our guest today. I am joined by Cynthia Encinas Concordia. Cynthia has worked for two international organizations, both the Asian Development Bank and the World Bank. She has led she has had the best opportunities through her life journey to see the value of making a positive impact on others' lives through service. Cynthia founded the Dream to Rise LLC, so she would be able to inspire and empower people to live the life that they love. Cynthia is a life coach, published author, and podcaster, and uses these platforms to fulfill her purpose, and that is to spread sunshine and happiness to the people she interacts with so that they so that this can create a ripple effect throughout the world. So thank you so much, Cynthia, for joining me today. Thank you so much, Angela, for inviting me. And it's it's an honor to be here. It's you. great to have <laughs> you. Could you tell our audience a little bit more about yourself? Well, yes, uh, you have uh, done a very good, a very wonderful introduction. But I am um, I'm a, now I retired. I retired from the World Bank after 20 and a half years. And uh, I have two children. My uh, my daughter is 31 and uh, expecting. So I'll be a grandma soon next Exciting. month. Actually, next month. Tomorrow is April. So tomorrow is next month. <laughs> so end of the month, I'll be a grandma soon. And, um, and my son is 26. So... She he's he he works in uh, as a sous chef, and my daughter is a project manager in one of the uh, government contracting firms in here in Washington D.C. So I I found my purpose because um, I don't know if you would like me to share my story. Is Absolutely, that okay. Absolutely. For twenty three years, I've been married, uh, and. As what I have mentioned, my children, I have my children with me. But during those 23 years, I've been subjected to domestic abuse. So I have been, um, uh, it started when my daughter was only five months old back home in the Philippines. So I convinced my husband to migrate here in the U.S. to have uh but to give better opportunities for my for our children at the same time work on our relationship mm -hmm. however it turned out to be the other way he was on two restraining orders so the first one he he was given a temporary 72 hour restraining order uh and after 11 years i initiated that call no and after 11 years he was hitting my son continuously and it was my daughter who initiated the call. And my son even requested for a two-year permanent restraining order. That was how much impact he did no, in the family. It's like we, we were walking on eggshell, so we don't know what's going to happen next. No? So, But during those two-year period, I've been reminding my children, hey, your dad loves you so much. And he would still want to connect with you. So if ever you receive a message from him, it would be great that you respond to him. So I was delighted when they invited him to attend their graduation, college for my daughter and high school for my son. That means forgiveness is taking place within the family. But after four months, 
he died of a massive cardiac arrest. And the worst part was when his family uh, blocked us off from their family because they blamed me mm-hmm. for what happened. So up to now, turning eight years, turning nine years this year, um, we tried reaching out, but then I think we just need to respect their decision. I know it's hard to lose a son, and uh, I I respect them, but I have already forgiven and blessed them well. So I was in my dark bubble for six long years, two years during the restraining order and four years while grieving because of fear. I stopped socializing. I stopped engaging because that fear of being judged and being rejected and being a failure as a mom and as a wife. However, one afternoon when my son asked me, Mommy, will I be going to college? And it was like a slap on my face that I forgot I still have my son to be sent to college. So when I asked him, where would you like to go to college? And then when he asked me, Mom, is it okay to go to Culinary Institute of America? I've heard about that school because I've... Uh, I've heard about, uh, well, a lot of famous chefs graduated from this school. But when I did my research, oh my, I was shocked. (laughs) Shocked about the tuition fee. And uh, I'll share with you, not because I'm bragging, but because I was able to manifest my dream. When, uh, what's this? Um, First year was 50,000. Second and third year were 60,000 each. But I told myself, the only thing that I can do for my son is to support him. Mm-hmm. And I even tried convincing him to change school, to change course, but I knew it, that there was no excitement and no happiness. I, I, could, I couldn't see that happy face, no? Mm-hmm. So I proceeded, and I, that was the time I created my dream by design. Not by default, because by default, I will be constricted by my past pain by my limiting belief that I I am a, 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 I don't have the money, uh, what will other people tell me because it's too expensive? Why, won't, why can't you live within your means? Something like that. Mm-hmm. But I made sure that I, 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 I will manifest my dream as well as manifest his dream. His, uh, he could he'll also live the life he loved. So that was the time that I believed in myself. I told myself that I knew that I can do it. And I believe in God that he will make a way for me. For, for him, for, I believe that there is nothing impossible with God. And that was the time when I worked on myself. I worked on my health and well-being. I started going to the gym. I started going to Zumba because I get that positive energy from the members there. And then I was able to transmit that and able to, uh, uh, what's this, create connections or um, even improve my my connection with my children, my relationship with my children, my siblings and my mom. So it gave me that boost of confidence to perform better and then now trying to live the life I love. Started manifesting. I got promoted during that time. 
I don't know why during that time HR suddenly offered the GE readiness program because I'm on a, an admin staff uh, with a GE with GD level. So this is the GE. It was an, uh, a competitive process uh, out of 850 plus who applied for this program worldwide because World Bank is global. 25 was declared GE ready and I was one of them. And then someone approached me, uh, asked me if I could be available for, what's this, an interview. And I've been applying for seven, several years. So I agreed. And then I told, I told him, I told her, you know what? I can't seem to remember applying for this position. And then she said, we never posted this position. We just got six to be interviewed from the 25. And I got the position. Yes. And then, you know what? Moving from one level to another, they usually provide five to eight percent. I was given 18 percent. See? And then someone advised me, why won't you downsize? I used to live in a three-bedroom townhouse. I listened. I took action and moved to a one-bedroom condo. It saved me 50 percent of my monthly mortgage. And someone advised me, why won't you apply for grants and scholarships? I didn't know about that because I'm an employee of an international organization wherein I'm not eligible. And then we applied. I only paid 11000 instead of 50000 Those were manifestations because I believed. I believe in myself and I believe that God will be there for me. Now, my son... Uh, when he finished, he was able to work for two, three Michelin star restaurants. He was able to work at, to, in Tulum, Mexico, in Australia. And due to COVID, he got, he has to come back because I was scared. Maybe I might not be able to see him, but he became a farmer. And mm-hmm. when I asked him, how do you feel becoming a farmer? Because it cut so much from your paycheck. And I was surprised by his positive response saying that oh i it's a different opportunity for me so he's not he was able to educate children about basic farming and food system and educating moms how to prepare dishes from local produce mm-hmm. now he is uh, he's been creating a, a ripple effect in terms of educating children and advocating sustainability in the food industry. Amazing. And my daughter is um, a volunteer firefighter on top of her job for eight years now. Why? Because it was the volunteer firefighter who helped revive my my husband when he collapsed. So this is the one I would like to share if I didn't go out of my comfort zone that I won't be able to send my son to school. These opportunities would not have, would not come up. So now they're also creating that triple effect. That's amazing. Oh, that's so amazing. I love it. I love it. Thank you. So, wow, that is just so amazing. I guess, so what would you say... I mean, I, listening to to your story, and I mean, there are so many questions I want to ask about how you got that to that level of forgiveness. But 
Tell me a bit about being a light warrior. What does that mean to you? Light warrior is when I reached my rock bottom and then I was in my dark bubble for six years, I told myself that I'm not living the life I love. So that's the reason why I had to make that choice. Should I choose the darkness over the light? But then seeing my son's future, if I will stay in that dark bubble, then it will impact my children. So being a light warrior now is trying to share that light, sharing this message to others that because I know there are a lot of people who are still stuck mm -hmm. in their in their dark bubble. They have their own dark bubbles. And a lot of people, they would say, oh, I only have a 10 watt bulb. Excuse me, that 10 watt bulb still has a spark and that is your gift and your talent. And how can you change that 10 watt bulb to 100 watt bulb? Overcome your fear, believe in yourself. Don't be afraid of what other people would say. Just, just be yourself and enjoy life and spread that message to other people. Let, don't let that, that lamp inside the dark room, let it pos position it on a lamppost wherein those travelers who are traveling in the dark may be guided by your light so they may be able to reach their destination as well. And that's their dream. Amazing. Amazing. And now, I mean, how, I guess one question I would want to ask is when, when it feels so heavy, how do you begin to pick yourself up and believe that it's possible? During the time when I was in, in my lowest moment, it's, it's my relationship with God my personal relationship with God. It, it, he, he's always my hope. He, 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 he's always my strength. And that was the time when I, my faith became stronger. And uh, because of that, he actually was the one who led me to this connection. Mm -hmm. And whenever I feel anxious or I feel afraid, I give myself that break to pray, to meditate, and then walk, even a short walk, and see the, the beauty of nature. And then uh, you feel blessed. I always list down my 10 uh, things that I'm grateful for, and I always journal them. And what are the things that I'm proud of? And when I see that, I am able to, to, to achieve those small wins. I try, my, I try to celebrate my small wins again because that's how I build my confidence. That's very, very good advice. I mean, so many of us forget to, to be proud of ourselves and to celebrate the wins that we do have because we focus so intently on what we don't have, right? Yes. So I love that advice. Mm -hmm. So what what keeps what keeps that fire burning inside of you to do what you're doing? What what is it that drives you, you know, to be that light to, you know, help pass on that spark for other people? It's my why. 
it's my purpose. When I discovered my purpose after I've gone through that journey, I told myself, um, it's, I have that mission to help others live the life they love as well and help them be the best version of themselves because we're always stuck with our blockages and our limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. Let them shine. And that's what, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing, not only coaching other people, uh, not only doing this podcast, not only writing a book, but also I am volunteering. I, I volunteered in, um, with the Rotary Club Pasay Etza back home in the Philippines. I'm kind of far, but I know I can still make an impact in the, in my, with my brothers there who live below poverty line. Mm-hmm. And I, the most recent, I, I was given that uh, opportunity to be the co-chair for the International Services Committee, wherein I have organized webinars for um, diversity, quality, and uh, belongingness. And I've also um, organized a, a webinar on green living, uh, saving in the environment. So through webinars and then reaching out to the people, NGOs and the officers of the Rotary Club, this will give them some ideas on how to help the people in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. So even though I'm far, I hope I'm still really making an impact. And I am also a volunteer of um, here at the Fairfax County Family Services, mentoring a mentee who was abused by, by her dad, mm-hmm. as well as mentoring her mom. Because I've gone through this, and it's just, I know how it feels to be in that situation. Mm-hmm. So instead of them figuring out for how many years, why not be there and then help them so that they won't have to take so many years to learn their lessons. That's that so wonderful. <laughs> That's so, so wonderful. Uh-huh. So now, Cynthia, do you have any events or announcements you'd like to share um, with our audience? Anything coming up you'd like them to know about? Well, I I continue to have my podcast, the Dream to Rise podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have my inner circle, the Dream to Rise inner circle, wherein we meet every Mondays. And every Mondays, um, four Mondays a month. And I also invite guest speakers because for me, the inner master class, the mastermind group is a way for us to help each other, support each other, sharing their stories, sharing their insights to make, to help those who are, who are still, uh, in their dark, dark moments and dark bubble. And I also, now may I, Share also this anthology book that I will be joining. <laughs> uh, this overcoming self sabotage, and I'm truly excited about this one. And um, I, I, I look forward to to have. Actually, I've created another one. Uh, started the Dream to Rise anthology book, mm-hmm. and again with she rises. And I'm so happy that uh, you have. Um, uh, accommodated me. And I also have a book, My Journey into Becoming. 
And that's my life story. And I've, I've shared here all the things which I have gone, uh, the steps which I've, uh, which I did to overcome all those, uh, 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 blockages, which I have, uh, which led me to be stuck in my dark bubble. So spreading light to all. Amazing. And Cynthia, where can our audience find you if they want to, if they want to connect with you online or where can they get to know more about what you've got going on? Uh-huh. I have my website, dreamtorise.info. And I have, they can look for me in, on Facebook and Instagram, uh, Instagram at Cynthia Concordia. Also on Facebook, Cynthia Concordia and LinkedIn, Cynthia Concordia. So that's it. And um, that's all. Amazing. Cynthia, thank you so much for sharing with us today. I know so many people listening are going to take something from your story and, and, and it is going to, to lift them up. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for this opportunity. And I wish you all the best as well at She Rises. Wonderful. Thank and thank you, everybody, for listening to today's episode of the She Rises Studios podcast. Thank you all so much for joining another episode of She Rises Studios podcast. Please follow us online at She Rises Studios. You can also visit our website at www.sherisesstudios.com.